Praise the name of the Lord. It's good to be in the house of the Lord with you tonight. Tonight, I'm going to get right into the Word. I don't plan on keeping you long at all. <laughs> I knew that was coming, <laughs> but I really don't. And uh, I was thinking this week, you know, we got the voting and stuff going. I know how long it's going to take. So I am uh, going to speak on something that's really just a, a subject matter, but it's very relevant. And this message is really probably going to turn into just being a, a prayer meeting tonight. And uh, how many people believe in the power of prayer? Well, there's something God's wanting to do for all of you tonight. Sometimes you come to services and you hear a message and you think, well, that's not really for me. Uh, that, that was, you know, for my brother, my sister, somebody. But tonight, I assure you, God wants to give something to each and every one of you before you leave this place tonight. Um, and one of the reasons, the reason I won't be so long is because if you heard the pastor's message this morning, he preached about half of my message, so... Man, gone eight days, come back, just wrecks your message. <laughs> but anyway, but uh, I'm going to cover the other part he didn't cover. So uh, I was praying this week, and uh, I'll tell you how this came about. I found myself in a time of prayer, and I was praying about the conditions of our world, of our nation, even about things about our community. I was praying, and speaking to the Lord about, you know, all the corruption, the chaos, the calamity that's going on in our world. I spoke to him about, you know, the behavior of people, uh, the moral decay. And, and I was having this conversation with God. When I said these words, I said, Lord, it's like everyone is in a state of confusion. And when I said those words, it resonated in my spirit. It's like I heard the Lord say, you're right. And I couldn't let it go, and I pondered on it that day for hours. And as the day went on, I began to pay a little more attention. I began to look around and see what was going on around in life. And when I looked around from in the, being out in the public at the restaurants and seeing people and seeing friends and seeing family and different ones. I, I could just see it on so many people, uh, a countenance of, of confusion. That confusion was playing a big part in a lot of people's lives. And people were are confused about a lot of things. And, uh, you know, when I was, and I was looking at some things that day. And, you know, I, you got spouses walking out on their loved one after 30 years of marriage and just because they don't want to be married no more. You've got men marrying men. You got boys who want to be girls and you got girls who want to be boys. And we got churches ordaining homosexual ministers and we got mass shootings taking place every day in the marketplace and our schools. We're defunding the police and guys, can we, and we're not confused. We, we've got a lot of confusion going on, and, it, and it's a tool that the enemy is using against, against us. So I begin to think confusion is exactly what is causing all this chaos. And it didn't take it long to come to my mind that it's Satan who's causing all the confusion. 
that has led to all this chaos, and he's the father of all lies, and the things that we're going through, and the tragedies, and, and the, all the things that are happening that we're just astonished with, he's behind it. When I thought about all the most bizarre things that are happening around our world, and uh, the most bizarre behavior of people, you know, it's down to where just when you think you've seen it all and you heard it all, you ain't. It just continues to escalate. And uh, it's like no one knows right from wrong anymore, or, or, it's, or at least it's not as clear as before for many people. And those who know what's right are really struggling so hard trying to do what's right. In 1 Corinthians 14 and 33, it says, For God is not the author of confusion. He's not. God's not behind this. God's for us. He's not against us. But of peace. So he's saying God is the author of peace, as in all churches of the saints. Now, I looked up the definition to this thing called state of confusion. And it says a state of confusion is a lack of clearness or distinctness, a confusion the mind between right and wrong. It's also described as perplexity, bewilderment, a disturbed mental state, disorientation. These things are affecting the people of our nation today. But, you know, we can even go to the Scripture, though, in the Bible and find people who dealt with the same stuff because uh, they had moments of confusing, and in their moments of confusion, they did things they probably would not have done, but in the confusing environment due to circumstances that always brought about the confusion. You know, King David wrote most of the Psalms and was maybe the most emotional person in the whole Bible. If you really study and look at his life, he was so up and down, up and down, but yet a man after God's own heart. One minute, if you look in the books of Psalms and you read it, one minute he's going off praising God, and the next minute you'll see where he writes, where are you, God? Why was I ever born? He, where he feels like God has turned his back on him at one moment and claims that his life is full of depression and sadness. But then he turns around in Psalms 42 and he wrote, he lifted me up out of the pit of despair, out of the mud and the mire. He set my feet on solid ground. And he steadied me as I was walked along. See, he often found himself in states of confusion Signaling to all of us, it can happen to the best of us. If your mind is in a state of confusion, you don't know what to believe or what you should do. As a child of God, we should not be found in that state. But we are so much more, the more now during these days. Because it's the noise and it's the chaos. It's the economic conditions. It's the moral conditions. It's the political conditions. It's the religious conditions that are challenging our belief systems like never before. It has many of us second-guessing, causing many to be, to be tossed to and fro with every wind and wave of doctrine. It's because you have not built your biblical foundation upon a solid ground 
where you should be like a tree planted by the water, but yet at times we find ourselves caving in. And Satan has authored all of this chaos that's causing this confusion. The spirit of confusion is a weapon of our enemy. He unleashes demonic activity through mental, emotional, physical confusion. In order to manipulate and assault our minds, it's very evident that with everything that is going on in today's world and in each of our lives, that all this chaos has caused mass confusion. To the point, people no longer know who to believe, what to believe. It's causing paranoia of, of sort. Sacred truth is being abolished by humanistic thinking. People are second-guessing everything. They're scrambling for answers. They're also fighting and bickering over who's right and who's wrong. We're divided on social and economic and political issues. And yes, even the church, division is being caused by confusing issues, signifying that Satan's plan is working and he's gaining ground. He knows the scripture as well as any saint. He knows that a divided house will not stand. So he knows if he confuses people about the truth, a divide will be created. And if I can just convince them to eat the apple, just get them to second guess God and his word. If I can just get them to think, now does he really mean that? Does that verse really mean that? I know the word says that, but you know, Pastor Tom said, and it's leading to confusion. Leading people to hastily make decisions that could affect their lives for years to come. Based more on opinions and ideologies and theories, more than the facts and the absolute truth. And we are now so confused about who's right and who's wrong we have even started trying to fix things that weren't even broken. No stone is being left unturned. We're challenging it all. As a result, our biblical foundation is being destroyed and consciences are being seared with hot irons. And many have become like sheep being led to a slaughter to the point everybody is just seemingly doing what is right in their own eyes. Who? And what is causing all of this deception? Well, if I could convince you it's spiritual, that it's the spirit of this age, and mankind is the puppets being led by demonic influence, that Satan is the author of it all, that he's carrying out his plot against humanity, that he's come to kill, steal, and destroy us, then you would understand it's all, it all so much better and would know how to counter this assault, how to survive this thing, how to protect from this thing. You would no longer simply know, you would know there's no longer simply a flesh and blood fight, but it is against principalities and powers and rulers of darkness and spiritual wickedness in high places, as was foretold in the word of God of this hour. These evil spirits have brought confusion in an attempt to get us to literally destroy our relationships with each other due to our distorted beliefs. So many people have so many ought against each other. If you know the word of God and believed it and used it as a roadmap to truth and as a survivor's guide, you would know this hour was to come and even know what lies ahead. 
because it's all in the Word of God. Confusion always leads to conflicts, poor decision-making. When people are subjected to the spirit of depression and oppression, you tend to throw rationale out the window. Anxiety, paranoia, fear are developed in a person's mind as mechanisms in which by you begin to operate in. When found in a state of confusion, I'm telling you, mental health is skyrocketing for this reason. Due to the state of confusion that we now live in, chaos can be found on every corner, in every neighborhood, in every household, in every church. You know, it was confusing the other night to see a president of the United States of America going to jail for asking a question that many other candidates have asked in the past. The spirit of oppression is something that can be felt in the atmosphere. When it's accelerating, it cannot be contained. It can literally be felt because it weighs on our mind. It's also revealed through human behavior, leading us to believe and question, have people done lost their minds? Due to the bizarre behavior that we witness, it's not limited to gender, nor to an age, or a race, or a social status. It's because Satan is a prince of this air. And when his spiritual attack becomes heavy enough, you can literally feel it in the air and you begin to be affected by it and respond to it. At this hour, which is an hour that was prophesied to come, in the last days perilous times will come, it's gradually engulfing our nation. It's becoming an epidemic that is growing into a pandemic proportion where we will continue to go from chaos to utter chaos. And Jesus said in Matthew 24 and 12, it will be a time when lawlessness will abound and the love of many will wax cold. And we are at a point when nothing is believed to be certain anymore. You see, an epidemic is such as a disease outbreak that is rapidly spreading in a limited region. But a pandemic is an epidemic that is actually spreading into multiple regions across the globe. The spirit of confusion, church, is worldwide. And I have a sense where we're headed. I've been to China. Pastor's been there with me. I've seen the effects of oppression and depression at their highest level. I've seen the faces of confusion well, people, where people are indoctrinated on what they are to believe and persecuted for if they seek the truth. But those that want the truth over there, they're willing to even die for it. I can tell you, when we landed in China and we first got off the plane, I thought, ah, it's about like the east side of St. Louis to me. Until we stepped onto Tiananmen Square. And when you stepped onto Tiananmen Square, and most of you know the history where many were slaughtered by the government on that, that ground. 
the oppression, the depression that's on the Chinese people. They wear it. It's so thick, you just feel like you just literally reach up and cut it with a knife. Because it was in the air, it had overtaken that nation. It's a country that's forever been under a dictator, ruled by dictators, ruled by idolatry, ruled by military authority. There's no middle class either. You're either wealthy or peasant poor. Not just poor. You're either wealthy or peasant poor. This atmosphere is found around the world, especially in third world countries. But can I tell you that America is now the prize that the enemy has his sights set on? It's an hour the enemy is launching a spiritual invasion. Church, we are at war with principalities and powers and rulers of darkness and spiritual weakness in high places. Can we not see it? I think not because we're blinded by the chaos that has led to our confusion. You see, in, through our borders are coming men and women from them third world countries. Many are full of demonic possession. And they're unleashing these spirits upon our nation like never before. There is so much mass confusion at our borders to where it's utter chaos down there. And foolishly, we are strategically taking and placing these people in our cities, and as a result, crime rates are soaring. These spirits that many of them possess will not submit to authority. They have come to overthrow authority. The spirit of confusion has caused acts such as homosexuality, transgenderism, Satanism, witches, suicide, perversion, drug addiction, crime, schizophrenia, bipolarism to soar. Antidepressants are setting sales records because people can't cope. For many, survival instincts are simply kicking in. They call it a melting pot. Confusion is calling good evil and evil good. We're being astonished daily. Smith Wigglesworth prophesies these days to come and even went to the stream of even prophesying that the perverted act of beastology would appear in this nation. Paul prophesied last days these perilous times to come, chaotic, confusing times. It's an hour that Isaiah proclaimed when truth has fallen in the streets and the alarm bells are sounding, but the chaos is drowning them out. Nobody's listening. And if we continue to live to each his own, we'll not survive. Although this is an hour of confusion, it's not the only hour it's, it's ever existed. It's been happening since the beginning of time. Satan has always used confusion as a weapon against mankind. If he can confuse us, he can use us, and then he can control us. Causing division amongst us creates enemies and strife amongst us. Come on, how many times have we found ourselves standing and staring at destruction and saying, I don't get it. I just can't believe this is happening. How could they have done this? This is absurd. 
I, I, I just don't know what to even think anymore. These are thoughts in our minds generated by confusion. Why does he use confusion? Lies, deception. Because Satan knows he can't destroy us as Christians, that he cannot cross the bloodline. So he has to convince us to take us out. Cause enough confusion for us to begin to doubt. Turn on one another. Hate your brother. Hate your sister. And sadly, we're falling for it. The difference today as to then, though, I believe, is the acceleration of mass confusion. The deception's at an all-time high, and sadly, we're falling for it. If we don't waken out of our sleep. Now, we heard Dr. Culpepper preach a sermon at camp meeting this year. When he told of the history of a town, a city called Capernaum. Capernaum. Ah, Capernaum. 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 <laughs> it was so amazing of the similarity he made to our times. The place of time mentioned was that place was saturated with evil influences, idolatry, perversion, and corruption. These were during Jesus' days on earth. And for them to survive, it took Jesus then, and it takes Jesus now. Jesus is the prince of peace. Jesus was with them then, and Jesus is with us now. He was the absolute truth then. He's the absolute truth now. And we must learn the majority is not always right. Wide is the road to hell. Narrow is the road to heaven. And we must learn deception is so intrusive right now that our media is making mountain out of mohills, spitting narratives that deceive us from real truth. The spirits of the Antichrist are serving the master of deception. That's why we got children now confused about their gender. But I don't think they're as confused as the parent that's supporting that lie. It was Hitler who said, if you tell a lie long enough and loud enough, people will believe it. It's indoctrination. So much confusion. LBGQT, transgenderism, political corruption, confusion about even sexual identity. You want truth? God made Adam and Eve, not Adam and Steve. You confused about the sanctity of marriage? It was designed by God between a man and a woman. You want truth about homosexuality? It is an abomination in God's eyes. And the only way not to be confused and survive is believe God's truth over Satan's lies. And allow the God of peace to rule and reign in your life. You know, it's like we're in a boat in a raging storm. And the winds are raging. And the waters are raging. Leading us to confusion. Causing us to lash out. Even at God. Master, don't you careth? Sound familiar? For those who may not know, in Mark 4, the disciples found themselves caught in such a storm. And the fear of the storm caused them in their confusion to last out the one who was not shaken by the storm. The one who was asleep at peace in the same storm they were in, but at peace. Master, do you not care if we perish? They charged him. 
And responding to their fears, he stood up and said, peace be still. And the wind and the waves obeyed. The storm had caused them to come confused to the point they reacted out of their fears. That's still the enemy's plan to cause confusion, to make us question in these times, does God even care? Does he not see we're in a storm that appears to be going to destroy us? Well, due to those same fears brought on by confusion, we now have moral confusion, gender confusion, political confusion, health confusion, economic confusion, family confusion. We have marital confusion. The enemy can't, can take us out. He just has to convince us to take each of ourselves out, divide and conquer, put truth on trial. And he, and he does it through confusion that leads to delusion. It's all a part of the author of Confusion's plot, and too many are falling for it. And we're making so many irrational decisions due to confusion. We're attacking each other when the real enemy is behind the scene, watching us kill and hate each other. His tactics have never changed. All he has to do is start the fight, spread the discord, make things appear to be what they're not through delusions, causing truth and setback and watch us crumble. When are we going to wake up to the fact truth has never changed? That his word was forever settled in heaven. It was true then, and it's still true today. It was written to be and remain the truth for all mankind. Not one dot or tittle is to ever be changed. When you say, I don't know what to do, that is an indication of confusion. Your answer is in the word of God. I don't know what's right or wrong anymore. Your answer is in the word of God. I'm not sure who is right. Your answer is in the word of God. The answer to find truth through Jesus Christ. He is truth. Hallelujah. Give God praise. So here we are trying to find our way through these times and all this chaos. As the chaos continues to grow, as confusion is mounting, affecting every aspect of our lives, decision-making is becoming seemingly a harder task than ever. But we must be remembering, if any man lack wisdom, let him ask of God. Too often we're not asking him. We're asking everyone else. Nothing wrong with asking someone else as long as they're pointing you to Christ, as long as they're giving you godly counsel. God doesn't have an opinion. He just has the absolute truth. The answer to the confusion is finding peace. In the midst of all this turmoil, as believers, church, we should have peace. If we know Jesus Christ and peace dwells within us, we should not only possess peace, but we must share our peace with others. Everywhere that Jesus went, he spoke peace. He brought peace. And we should follow the example of Christ and become peace speakers. So many people need to know about peace. They need to know how peace can be found. Because you know, church, I looked around today, and you can too. We are surrounded every day by people's lives who are in trouble. And they need to know who peace is. If you find yourself in confusion, 
you must find peace. The peace of God that surpasses all understanding. And you find that peace and strength through a relationship with Jesus Christ. And you find the truth through his word. It's written in the pages of the Bible as a written guarantee. In the last days, sure, perilous times are going to come. And the peril is going to be caused by confusion, by the distortion of truth. People no longer believing in sound doctrine, but being deceived by doctrines of devils. It's all foretold in your word. In the state of confusion, people will just be freelancing life by doing whatever they think is right in their own eyes. The author of confusion has only one plan, and that is of deception. For the purpose of his coming is to kill, steal, and destroy God's kingdom. Jesus said in the last day, many will come in my name, but they're not me. Don't be confused. My sheep know my voice. We must pray and believe as the psalmist did in Psalms in 71. Musicians, if you want to come, I'm wrapping this thing up. I told you it wouldn't be long. In Psalm 71, and thee, O Lord, do I put my trust. Let me never put, be put to confusion. Deliver me in thy righteousness. Cause me to escape. Incline thy ear unto me and save me. Be thou strong habitation whereunto I may continually resort. Thou hast given commandment to save me, for thou art my rock and thou art my fortress. In the hours and the times of confusion in your life, these are the things you must pray. This is the place you must go into a time of prayer. You need peace. You'll find peace in speaking to the peace speaker. Confusion is an inability to think as clearly or quickly as you normally do. You may feel disoriented and have difficulty paying attention, remembering and making decisions. Confusion can lead to doubt. And the difference between the two, confusion is about information. Doubt is about decisions. When your, ability, when your inability to make a right decision is caused by a lack of mismatched information, you will likely both be doubtful and confused. When you're confused, there's your sign. The sign that you need to find truth and remind yourself the only absolute truth is in truth himself, Jesus. Truth hasn't changed. The only thing that has changed is your mind due to confusion. I ask tonight, what are you confused about? Have you searched for truth? Have you found it yet? If not, tonight I come to tell you that you can find it. Would you stand with me, please?